Welcome to Improv Interviews with Margot Escott, a psychotherapist in Naples, Florida, who is using her 35 years of experience to develop improvisation programs benefiting and improving the lives of those with emotional and physical challenges. Improv Interviews brings together the world's leading improvisational theater masters, founders, and innovators who are using improvisation therapeutically in unique and surprising ways. With great guests that include legends like Ed Asner and Aretha Sills, you're sure to learn something new about improvisation. This is Improv Interviews with your host, Margot Escott. Welcome to Improv Interviews, and today we have a magnificently genius, brilliant guest. His name is Marcus Sams. He is the director and owner of Moment Theater, and he's here to talk about some of the innovative things he's been doing with improvisational theater online. Come on in, Marcus. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was just uh, back there taking care of some stuff. Hi. Hi. So good to see you today. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I love your theater. It's just fabulous. And uh, I, I just want to ask you a little bit. How did you get into the uh, developing a great film-like technique for improv online combined with your interest in improv? So what came first? Uh, the chicken or the egg question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, do you mind if we go into the theater? No, for this conversation. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, could you do me a favor and just snap your fingers? Thank you. Oh, boom. Awesome. Um, cool. So uh, what, what led me down this path? Um, so when I started doing improv in San Francisco, um, I, I had an agent. So um, I, and I still have the same agent. Um, so I'm an actor by trade. Um, and over time, I also ended up, uh, co-running a, uh, a film company. And then I became the co-founder of the Bay Area Film Mixer. And so I've had a lot of film experience kind of in my background. And before, and before I went 100% full time into improv, I used to work in tech. So I would do uh, break fix uh, technology for law firms all over San Francisco. And so really when the shelter in place happened, it was in a weird sort of way, a perfect storm for all of my skills to come together from on camera to film production to improv and improv instruction. And so when everything started happening, I would see, I was checking, watching the landscape and I saw a lot of us trying to take what we did on stage and just push it into the online medium. Mm -hmm. And so what we ended up seeing was a lot of this, where it's just straight to camera. Um, and something that I actually talk about in my classes, sometimes it's not even this. Sometimes we see a lot of this, mm -hmm. right? The forehead show. How many Zoom meetings are we all in 
that we see this, mm -hmm. right? And so it got me thinking about there's a huge difference between sending information and receiving information. And once I started thinking about how you send information to the camera and how you receive information uh, from the screen, that's when I started thinking, okay, well, wait, this is a new medium. We're not in a live theater anymore. And I wanted to honor this new medium. And then I started thinking about what the audience sees, you know, most audience is used to watching a certain type of entertainment on a flat screen. So I started wanting to figure out how could I make something that's more digestible, not just for improvisers, but something that is digestible by the average audience member, because I think that all improv theaters, the, the big goal is not necessarily to just have uh, your improvisers that are taking classes come to your shows, but, you know, people who have never seen improv or people who are not into improv, get those people in to watch your shows, right? Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how this was all born. Well, you know, I found out about you uh, here in South Florida because a friend of mine locally had gone to your mm -hmm. classes um, and learned the fly technique. And, and I became so excited. I couldn't wait to actually meet you and talk with you and start experiencing this great thing. Um, can you kind of describe what the what the fly technique is um, and, and what does it stand for? Yeah. So um, the fly technique stand, uh, is FLI, not FLY, um, it's fixed lens improvisation. And the idea behind it is that um, in regular film and television, the camera moves around the subject, whereas now we have a fixed lens, mm -hmm. right? It's either um, a webcam or it's a laptop cam that's built into the screen that we can't really uh, move around us. So I wanted to figure out a way to again give the audience some semblance of uh television so what i came up with is oh just shifting because when you break the fourth wall like this this can become disconcerting mm -hmm. after a while you know if this is the entire show <laughs> it looks like I'm looking into your soul, <laughs> right? And for a 30 minute or, or heavens forbids a two to three hour improv show online. Oh my gosh. I don't feel like the audience can handle that. <laughs> so, so this is the fly technique. This is a faux over the shoulder camera shot. And a lot of the work that is done is in this way. So what I've done is I actually have um, a tape mark on my monitor that I can see. And then over here, I've got another tape mark on my monitor that I can see. So this is one camera shot, right? Now, other camera shots are the chest and above shot, right? You can have the close-up shot. Or also you can have the extreme close-up, which really works well for horror, right? Um, and there's different times you would use each shot, right? My improv company is called Moment Improv Theater. 
And it's, I, I really feel like improvisers deal with being in the moment quite a bit, right? Absolutely. So some of the bedrock that kind of the, um, the curriculum is built around is this idea of the moment of change. And the question that it poses is, when the moment of change happens, will we be ready for it? And what will we do when it happens? And I think that this is true for improv and in life, right? And so something that I'm training uh, improvisers to do is if you and I are having a scene like this, if I feel something has changed in between us, if this is like a chap a shift in the chapter of the scene, or I learn some new piece of information that affects me emotionally, then it deserves a camera shift. Because now this is a much more intimate scene, mm -hmm. right? And just talking about intimacy, distance from the camera is now a language that we have, right? So if I start out a scene over here, you know, it has a very different feeling than if I'm starting a scene right here. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so all these, the, this camera technique, this is something that um, I, I didn't see a lot of that was happening. And what was funny is I started doing a couple of um, guest shows and I noticed that, whoa, wait a minute, I'm moving all around, <laughs> right? That I remember specifically there was this one show that I did where um, for the most part, everyone was here and I was, I, there was this one scene that I sat down like way back here to do the scene. And <laughs> I made this a thing like, you know, I, you, for this interview, why, why didn't you just uh, have me um, sit closer to your desk? Right. All nervous, like, and a brilliant improviser was, it's a power play, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and even that right there, this leaning in. Well, guess what? All you have to do is tilt at the hips to create status. If I go like this and I'm talking to the other performer like this, this is low status. I've made myself low status. Whereas opposed to if I tilted the hips right here, now this is high status. And if both improvisers are doing that, then all of a sudden it creates a beautiful visual dynamic. I, it's so exciting. I, I just, you know, I haven't been able to take a class with you yet because you have your book for 2020 with all your classes, right? At the moment theater. Yeah. So um, we just had our last round of classes uh, start starting this week for 2020. But the goal is that in 2021, we're going to have, you know, a beginning improv class. Uh, uh, I'm bringing in a level my level two class which is all about scene work but then the teleprov series is its own thing it was literally designed for online um and so there's teleprov a b c and d and so teleprov a is all about getting uh the improviser kind of used to the idea of on-camera improv and i know that um you know many improvisers there's like two groups, right? There's the improvisers that were the early adopters and they're like, yeah, improv online. I need improv. Um, and then there's the other crew of improvisers that were like, 
I don't know. I don't want to touch online improv. It just isn't for me. And for various reasons, right? Um, sometimes it's because improvisers want to hear that live laughter from the audience. You know, they're missing that connection. Um, but anyways, I, I feel like I'm digressing. Um, oh, you're free to digress. This is all about digression. So feel free. <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, just this idea of um, disconnection, right? Something that I've said in a lot of my classes is in a world where we've never been more connected digitally, we've also never been more disconnected as people. Mm-hmm. And now that we're in the shelter in place situation, oh my gosh, right? We're, we're, we're connected digitally, but like people are craving connection, right? And so, so even like when you're using the fly technique, there, it can feel sometimes like there is a disconnect. And, you know, even though like I came up with this teleprob and this fly technique, I'm still learning about, about what it all means. You know, I, I, and when I say that, what I'm really saying is like every show that I do, it feels a little more and more like I'm at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been performing um, mainly in two duos. One was that first uh, clip that you saw, Fabricated Dreams with Clay Robeson. And I would say that Clay has a um, phenomenal improviser, by the way. Um, he's been uh, the most engaged in with the fly technique from the beginning when I first started showing it to him. Cause I think that we all need that creative person to bounce ideas off to make sure that like, I'm not crazy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a very encouraging force for this whole thing. Um, And then also I've been performing with Joe Liss, um, uh, old school second city. Um, But he's a phenomenal performer and we just have a great time. But once we got like a show wrapper, like what does the beginning of the show look like? What does the end of the show look like? What do the interstitials look like? And I was showing Joe some of the things about like, this is what's possible. This is what I think I can do. And then he's like, well, what about a graphic novel? And then that just opened everything up because then I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I will create this introduction using After Effects, and then I will create the same introduction, but instead of having it go into video content, it actually goes into green screen video. And because it's going into green screen, then in OBS, I can chroma key that out, chroma key that out. So then it looks like literally the camera is going from the page into the live show. And so all those video transitions you see throughout our show, and that's what takes us from scene to scene. Right, right. Instead of just an edit and a blank screen and uh, whatever, it's, you know, I understood like one fourth of what you said maybe, but that's okay, <laughs> I'm still learning. I think one of the things I love so much is when people are in the same background and it's not that all blurry, creepy, bad trip look of usual backgrounds, like your background right now yeah. is 
cool and clear and developing that kind of technique. I mean, I'm just, I just love it so much. I can't wait till I can really be in one. It's so exciting. Yeah. Well, and it really comes down. So, so two things um, for me, like, there's something special about when the improviser chooses to start doing shows. It, it, you know, we can take classes and we're taking classes and that's great. And we're learning. But as soon as you're like, let's do a show. That is when you go from just enjoying the craft, just participating in the craft into producing the craft, you know, and I have a theater background. And so for me, once you go into a show, I want that high theatrical polish. Right. I, I truly believe that for far too long, improv has been viewed as lower or less than theater. Mm -hmm. And we're doing the same exact job as an actor, only we are writing it. We're directing it in real time. We're performing it. Right. So we've got we're doing all of this stuff. So if we're already doing all this stuff, why don't we go ahead and raise the bar yeah. and add that layer of polish on it? Like really make it pop, make the, make a theater goer go, wow. Okay. May, maybe I should start watching more improv. And so that's what I wanted to do with all of this. That's beautiful. Now, as far as like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's really now, a beautiful gift you've created. Uh, it's oh. just wonderful. Uh, well. Anyway, I'm well, just an admirer. Go ahead. Oh. I don't flatter you too much. That's it. No more flattery. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but as far as like technology goes, look, I get it. Not all of us are XIT, but there are some simple things that we can all do that can dramatically improve the quality. You know, um, I'm actually putting together right now, I've got an Amazon shopping cart that I'm actually putting together a, uh, a package of like, it, it's less than $50. And for less than $50, it gets you here. I'm going to show you something, but you won't be able to see it because you know, it's a green screen, <laughs> right? Um, but I was able to get this green screen for 13 bucks, right? So there's your green screen. Um, there's non-damaging uh, stickies that you can get to suspend your green screen. And then I found a ring light that comes with three different colors and it also has a cell phone holder. So right there, you've got access to the three big things that one would need. You need good lighting, you need a green screen and you need a way of suspending it. And I know that Landon is probably thinking in his head and you need good sound. That's not, I wasn't, I didn't say it. I didn't, you know, I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't but say yes, it. good sound is also important, yes. Yes. right? But once you Marcus, get all you these... sound amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's my new mic. <laughs> Um, well, once you get those things, then it's like, you're ready. Then, you know, you're going to look good. You know, that you're going to be able to 
take advantage of the backgrounds because we've all seen the shows where the background is fading in and out. You, you were talking about that yourself. That comes down to using Zoom's um, uh, virtual backgrounds without a green screen. Once you get the green screen, it cleans up your lines and it just makes you pop and you look more crisp, right? Yeah. But then you've got to look at, okay, so how how do we use this? Having all these bells and whistles is great, but you also need to know how to use the tools, right? Um, so one thing that I would highly encourage everyone to go and just like spend a little time on it, look into OBS. Um, OBS is a basically turns your computer into a little production studio and you can do so many different amazing things with it with different mixes of technology um you know i i won't fall down the rabbit's hole on this but at this point i can change everyone's background in three to four seconds wow everyone that's on the zoom call um using another technology i've created a sub layer of communication so i can actually talk to the performers in real time where the audience isn't hearing me so i can be like okay uh we're gonna cut to this new location in three two one so when we're doing online improv shows the the kind of the shift that I feel that we need to make is this idea of television production, live television production. How would that work? The template's already there. We just need to pick up and use it. You know? What is iOS? OBS. Oh, OBS. Uh, OBS. OBS. Oh boy, yeah. stuff. <laughs> so, so um you know you showed me earlier i have a link to something should we try that again or not you sent me a link yeah we, we can try that um oh so uh do you want a quick uh sneak peek at some things that are in uh <laughs> i've got all these ideas that i want to make happen and clay my friend keeps saying yeah it's on the roadmap." As in, you don't have to make it all happen now. It's on the roadmap. Right. I love that. Um, so some things that I've been playing with is we're just going to go to a um, a dark parking. Yeah, scary. Parking meter. Whoa, wait, what's going on? I'm just, I'm just shrinking this up a bit right there. Okay, so... Um, I'm using this as an example just because it's nice and dark and it really shows uh, what's going on. Um, but basically, oh wait, maybe there's maybe there's another one I could use. You know what? I think this will this will be fine. Now I feel like we really should be outside though. Okay, I'm going to use this one. We're going to go to a uh, a little forest scene. Okay, so right there, um, by the way, uh, one of the things that I did do is I actually built a production server for Moment Improv Shows. 
um, that has a crazy fast internet connection. So that also allows me to be able to produce all the shows in full HD, 1080p. So it's just, again, raising that that quality level. Um, so we're in a jungle right now, right? Um, and in upcoming shows, we're going to actually start to be able to pull in foreground special effects. Wow. So yeah. now all of a sudden the fog is rolling in. Yeah. Right? Um, and then you can also make it rain as well it's kind of hard to see i actually want to work on the rain a little bit but it's raining you can see it on my yellow shirt oh yeah uh-huh um you can make a uh, smoke rise from the bottom and then even pair that with embers so like if you've got a hell scene ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been a couple of shows where i kind of wish i had that action um and then i really like this one it's just the snow. And you may be able to actually see it a little better. Why not take us to a mountaintop? Uh-huh. Yeah. So now you see the snow falling around me. And then you can even play with spooky lights and stuff. Right? Yeah. And just play around with that. So, so special effects is on the roadmap. Um, I honestly really want to do a superhero show because mm. uh, I figured out how to uh, uh, make people fly um, yes. using Google Earth. Um, and then also special effects like those fire effects, right? If you have a technician kind of set up for each individual superhero, then they can control their superpowers, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's down to just that communication, just like in a normal improv show. If, you know, um, I'm on the stage, I'm like, oh, I wish there was light over here. Like that's me telegraphing to the tech person. Oh, oh, okay, I'm gonna make light happen, right? So like in old school, <laughs> uh, I feel like sometimes in old school superhero um, shows, you could set up your technician by, I'll defeat him with my mental ray. <laughs> and then they just do that. And then the technician's like, oh, mental ray. Okay, hit that special effect. And then it happens on the screen. Right. right. Anyways. Like I said, I digress. Um, so that's on the roadmap, special effects. And then the other thing that uh, that I already have a working prototype for this, but I want to clean it up. But I, my goal is that in 2021, we're going to be launching a digital version of a theater, which will actually allow the audience and the performers to talk in real time which also means that the performers can now hear the audience laughter and clapping. Awesome. All in real time, wow. which is incredibly difficult to do. Took me a while to figure out like all the levers and the switches to make that happen because it takes away the idea of latency because the main reason why it doesn't work right now is the actor says something funny 
Well, it could take three seconds to get to YouTube and then four seconds to get down to the actual audience member. So then they laugh, but then the performers would hear the audience laughing later on. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, if everyone is in the same Zoom room, which is how a lot of people are tackling it, then it is real time, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. But the specific way that you have to do a teleprov show is you're using the built-in um, behavior of speaker view, right? I call it the camera op. And the camera operator is attracted by sound. So if you get everyone into a Zoom room and you're trying to do a teleprov show and one person laughs, the camera is going to go to the laughing person. And you won't see the performers anymore. So with every new advancement, there's also new problems that you get to solve. Yeah. So so that form that form also that would work with musical improv because you wouldn't have that lag anymore. With am I understanding this? Um that I, I think that it will work for audiences. It doesn't clean up all of the lag, right? But it's as if the audience and the performers are sitting in the same room. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we wanted to try that, that one little thing. Okay. Uh, and this okay. is literally something that I put together uh, last night. Um, the idea is uh, I'm going to, Moment's going to be putting together um, some new shows that are hopefully going to be highly interactive. And we're going to actually be wanting to pull people into uh, our shows. So audience members and that sort of thing. And so right now, um, what we're going to do is one single camera set up. But I've set up so far a total of four different cameras. So I could pull in four audience members onto a stage. Okay. So you just let me know when you have that going. I have it. I, I you have, have it going great. You see yourself. You're in landscape yeah, view. Make sure you're make sure you un uh, mute mute it on that phone. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Uh, oh, I don't have glasses. Wait a minute. I'll have to use my superpower of um, <laughs> that. Uh, wait a minute. There is that thing. Um, oh dear. Okay, there it is. That's my. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I think so. I I I'm okay. Perfect. So then let's uh, go to the newsroom. Um, is your phone rotated? Well, I'm in landscape, I thought, but I can go like this. Okay, so it's not going full screen, though. No. Oh. Well, there you are. You Ooh. know, you're, 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 you're right there. You're on, you're on the TV. Yeah. Hello. And I feel like, I feel like I need to interview you now. Yes. How are you doing? Good. I don't know where my eyes are going. It seems very strange. So where you want to be looking is you want to be actually looking into your cell phone. Like this? Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah. And now you're looking straight ahead on the video monitor. Yeah. So uh, I got into trapeze work at a very early age. And Tell me about that. Yes. Well, Giorgio was my first trainer um, mm -hmm. and he was so good. He was so 
uh, lithe and small. And he didn't think he could get a 200 pound woman on a trapeze and sure. on a kite rope, but he did it. I mean, I'm living proof. Well, and isn't that just a wonderful thing to hear about, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Put I, I can look at myself for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and go uh, back into the theater now that we've just kind of played with that. Okay. Ready? Uh, could you snap your fingers again? Perfect. Thank you. And we are back. And I'm going to remove the spotlight. Um, yeah, one of the things that I kind of want to have a voice around uh, or, or just really get out there is that is online improv the same as in-person improv? Absolutely not. But it doesn't mean that it makes it bad or worse. It actually makes it interesting because there are so many things that are possible. And what truly excites me is that all of this development that's happening, we can take this into live theater when we get to go back. I'm going to be taking my production server back to the theater when we can come back safely. Mm. And, you know, I'm going to get that projector finally, you know, I'm going to make sure like we're going to be able to have digital sets. Uh, you know, this um, this this background right here, I can this is using the technology that I put together. You know, I can literally change backgrounds extremely easy. And currently I've got three hundred and thirty six different backgrounds to wow. choose from. Wow. And did you? Did you take the photos yourself or how did you get those? No. So, so there's free photo libraries all over the internet, royalty free. Um, you can also like, um, I, I'm very fortunate. I had a friend, uh, gift me, uh, the entire Adobe creative cloud. So I now have access to all those stock images. Mm. And, but what I did was first off, I ran a search for anything that was high def, nine, uh, 1920 by 1080. But then if there were other images that I liked, I pulled those, but then all of them needed tweaking, right? And so what I did was I went through them and I made sure that they were chopped properly. And then I actually optimized them for the web because they were still kind of large files. And I was noticing that that took, like it would take maybe 10 to 12 seconds for everyone's backgrounds to load. So then I just through web uh, um, image optimization for the web, I was able to make them very tiny files. So that dramatically increases the speed. Yeah, yeah. great. Right? So much, so many options. <sighs> Overwhelming almost. So <laughs> you know, besides taking a class, with your group, um, how else could people support Moment Theater? Oh my goodness. Um, come see the shows. Come see the shows. You know, the shows are free right now. Um, I, I just, I really want to get Teleprob out there. Um, see the shows, like comments, um, make comments on, on shows. We've got a YouTube channel, um, get on the newsletter. 
There oh, are plenty what's of your, things. What's the YouTube channel? Um, that is like youtube.com forward slash XYBL123XC29. Oh, okay. I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know. Right, um, but if you run a search for Moment Improv Theater on YouTube, it'll come up, right? Um, and then as far as like out, just in general in classes, Moment ha does have the six week classes. But also we've got a Wednesday night drop-in class um, that's open to, to anyone, um, all levels. And then we also have something that I actually started me teaching. It's called Improv Sunday School. And it happens every other week um, on show weekends. And it is an advanced drop-in class. So advanced improvisers come in and they get to do on-camera work. And I give them notes. Um, one benefit to taking classes at moment is that uh, when we are actually doing scene work, I record those sessions. Mm -hmm. And then within 15 minutes, I can send links out to everyone who attended that class that you can then watch yourself doing scene work on camera. And there's, there's no greater tool than right. seeing yourself on camera, because then you get to see what you need to improve and how you're coming across. Yeah, it's a little scary but, too sometimes. It it can be. <laughs> um, and one thing that I would say about just online improv in general, anyone doing it is going to seriously have um a leveling up in their onstage work too and the reason why i say that is because i think that when we're on stage we've got this huge play space right sometimes we go into beast mode and we can do that i mean it's a thing about theater when you're doing theater you can be bigger but when you're doing on camera work it's all about this mm -hmm. right here and there's no greater tool that teaches you less is more than on camera work is if you're feeling the work if you're feeling the authentic truth of that moment then it's gonna read on camera you don't have to overact you don't have to show that you're sad just be sad just think about something that makes you sad and that's enough and so it's like working from the inside out, right? Mm -hmm. And once an improviser knows how to do that, across the board, their performances are going to be more believable. <laughs> I, gor I gork you. Oh, I gork I you. Gork you. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I gork you. <laughs> oh, it was from an obscure sci-fi thing that was very big with old people like me from like 50 years ago. I gork you. Who knows what it meant, but I felt true gork for you in that moment. That really <laughs> <laughs> so now that Amazon shopping cart, did, is it on my Amazon shopping cart? <laughs> um, no, so that's something that I've put together. It is not live yet. Um, I'm planning on going live. Oh, uh, speaking of which, um, just in general, um, as I mentioned before, um, 
you know, my original plan was to give the fly technique away for free on my birthday. Well, yes. the world literally got caught on fire, which completely uh, messed, messed my ability to get it out there on my birthday. Um, but I did launch uh, about a month later. And if you go to the momentimprov.com website and you uh, use the online link to get to uh, Discover Fly, I have a... I think a 14 page manual. Yes. Yes. It's wonderful. Approach. I've been looking at it. Yeah. Cool. I'm not yeah, looking it's... at it now because I'm talking to you. That would be rude, but. <laughs> but yeah, it goes into like um, how to make the different camera angles, what the, what the feeling and the mood can be around that. I give a breakdown of possible technology that you could invest in and the reasons why uh, you might want to do that. Um, I had created a whole lexicon of terminology around like how to approach the fly technique. Um, so I, I think that it's really good information. People seem to be vibing with it. So check it out on the website. I suppose everybody says, you know, the fly, it's really fly, man. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a couple yeah. everybody says that everyone says that oh everyone says that everybody says sweet that. um so landon since you're here do you have any uh last questions or thoughts before we say goodbye oh goodness oh man you're catching me off guard um no marcus i just i really dig what you're doing i think it's really cool and forward thinking and i think we're gonna have uh this this is gonna have a lasting impact even beyond the pandemic stuff. So, uh, so I really, I really appreciate um, thinking about the overall sort of production of it. I mean, you know, one of the things that I love about improvisation and always have thought, uh, I've always thought this way. And anybody who listens to me wax rhapsodic about improv with my good friend Jay Suko, uh, you would know that we think of it as an experiential thing, right? Like too, yeah. too many improvisers. I think we, it's very easy to go down the rabbit hole of like, no man, it's just for us. We're going to get on stage and do this thing. And like, you know, who cares if there's even an audience there? Uh, I very much care if there's an audience there and, <laughs> and I, I, I like there to be an audience there. So like even in a live show, thinking of the whole experience uh, of, of, you know, the, the audience experience from the moment they walk in the door uh, to the moment that they leave the show and they're a part of the show. And like, that is a, a huge powerful part of, of live theater in general. And I think what you're doing is, is bringing a piece of that here, or at least trying to think of these performances that are just us performers in front of cameras connected to each other uh, trying to figure out, trying to, you know, really grok out that uh, audience experience is something I, I very much appreciate. Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, let's see, Margo, uh, I think that you also wanted to um, do a magic carpet ride. Oh, yes, that... of course I do. Yes. Yes. I want to go on a magic carpet ride with you. Yeah, you do? Yes, okay. I do. I really, okay. really do. I do. All right. Well, then um, this is a technology that um, uh, that I've been playing with um, as far as teaching improvised storytelling. Um, the idea is uh, I, I teach people about A to B thinking. Um, if I say uh, uh, snake, what's the first word that comes to mind for you, Margo? Spider. Okay. Snake, spider. 
Great. Awesome. So that's just A to B thinking. Well, um, in the usual suspects, uh, spoiler alert, um, Kaiser Sose ends up fabricating a story based on everything behind the detective. And so I actually have a two hour right. drop in class where I explore that idea and I literally train people on how to BS a story off the top of their head based on everything behind the person they're talking to. Yeah, I love it. And so, so that's where this kind of came out of. And then the step further that I take it is I actually end up flying people around in virtual reality using Google Earth. And then whenever we go into Street View, they the, the students then have an opportunity to fabricate a story based on what they're seeing. Cool. So let's go ahead and go on a magic carpet ride. Okay, so um, just so you know, I'm currently in that room right there uh, talking <laughs> to you, right? So this is my house. Yeah. And now what's going to happen is we're going to fly around. Oh, yeah. Nice. And there's Salesforce Tower. Oh, this is kind of fun. This wow. is um, this is that big park in San Francisco. Uh -huh. Salesforce Park. It's a park in the sky. And what's really interesting and crazy is when you're here, you can um it actually you don't hear the sounds of the city as much right when you're up here it's really uh -huh. interesting but let's see here you just go through the city like this where are all those hills steve mcqueen yep, oh the, yeah hills. <laughs> and let's see i'm coming up here because we're going to actually, okay, here we are. Boom. Oh, well, it, it this is in 999 California Street. <laughs> we're in a hotel right now, right? So that's fun. <laughs> Room service. Seriously. Um, let's see. I'm going to go to Powell Street. Oh, excellent. So right here, um, why does it only want to show me insides? That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can, you can just like fly anywhere, right? Wow. Um, this is one of my favorite places to go on these is to just, you know, check out Hang the bridge. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are we on the San Francisco side or the Sausalito side? We're on the Sausalito side. Oh, that's a great place. Yeah. Oh, there you are. I see you. Oh, where? <laughs> My jacket. Oh, yeah, you're over there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's something um, kind of funny. I always uh, see this one. Wait, where is it? Uh, I think it's right here. It's on this one. Oh, it's not showing him. There's, there's a poor guy that's like practically falling down the mountainside <laughs> earlier. <laughs> like I've, I've seen it in the past. 
I think this is actually an updated image. Yeah, they must have updated it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's another interesting thing. Uh, sometimes they'll just update images. But yeah, with this technology, I mean, literally, you could do like, oh, superhero show, right? Here, yeah, we're yeah, fine. yeah. Right? But you could do establishing shots or even have this be someone's background. Sure. Right. Right? So you could technically have like an on-location person like this guy <laughs> that is literally watching the story. And if someone needs to go to a Walgreens, oh, hey, hey, fly to a Walgreens. <laughs> and then you do an establishing shot That's and VR. Cool. I've always wanted to virtually send someone to Walgreens for me. That's right. <laughs> I don't get to do that enough now. So that's that's the first thing I want to do. Nice. Oh, oh, this has been great. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I want to thank you so much for sharing your wonder and your magic and your techno skills. And um, I don't know if this is going to be a podcast or a podcast or what it's going to be, but I just appreciate your time so much. And I'm really looking forward to next year and taking some of your classes because you're just Yay. groovy guy. You're a groovy guy. Oh, yeah. well, you, you're a you're a groovy dame. Thanks. Rock you. <laughs> Rock you. Till we meet again. And Landon, our engineer, thank you for being here as always. Of course. And uh Thank we'll you, Landon. Again. Thank you so much. And I hope we get busting with lots of new students for your classes. Take care, Marcus. Thank Bye -bye. you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and look forward to you joining us next time on Improv Interviews with Margot Escott. <laughs>